Hello, and welcome to day five of the 40-day cereal challenge. In the accompanying podcast, we're going to need a bigger bowl. Uh, I am Colin Ball, and co-hosting for the magnificent Jordan McNaughton. I saw Kanye West four times in a row in my dream last night. We're going to get back to that later, because that's actually excellent. Uh, we have with us a very special guest today. I'm going to allow Jordan to do the introductions here, because I will not be able to do it justice. Um, she's, she's here. Maybe I, I should know. have done it, holy shit. Um, she has brown hair, brown eyes, face. Her name's Allison Fox, and we date. Hi. Um, yep, so it is Jordan's girlfriend, Allison, who is actually another one of my personal friends. I have friendships with both of them individually and as a couple. Um, and today is very special for the two of them. It is the day they're breaking up! Yeah! It is actually their three-year anniversary, and I'm very happy for the two of them. Um, I'm happy that Jordan's had someone to care about him for this long, and I'm happy that Allison has learned the ancient art of Zen to deal with Jordan. Mm -hmm. Um... a lot of meditation. So, right now we are once again in my kitchen, not my living room. Not the living room. And, um, we have leftovers of the cereals from the past few days. So Jordan and I are both enjoying ourselves some Captain, Captain Crunch. Crunch. Very good. And Allie is having the Hershey's Cookies and Cream uh, from the previous day. And what are what are your impressions of it? We really like it. Yesterday we were actually really like, surprised by it. What's your it, it tastes really good. Like, I was a little skeptical because I like the candy bar, but I was like, you know, this might be weird, but it's actually it's really nice. I think it translates pretty well. It's obviously not a exact duplication of the flavor, but it is comparable and definitely, on its own, has merits. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice-looking cereal. It, it is actually quite pretty. Um, it has um, chocolate rounds, like you would expect from Cocoa Puffs, but then it has what kind of looks like kicks, mm-hmm. but with flecks of chocolate in it, mm-hmm. and it, it's a very appealing-looking cereal. Um, very familiar to Reese's Puffs as well. We decided that we have to actually save Reese's Puffs for a very special occasion because I know very few people that will not get fully excited, like smile from ear to ear for Cocoa, for Reese's Puffs. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to get that in here. So we're going to have to find a special day for it. Um, we have a couple of special episodes planned for you guys in the future. So we'll see how that works out. Um... So, Allison, what is on your mind today? I mean, you two have been together for a while. What, do you two have any special plans? Do you have any non-special plans? We're going to build a fort and watch movies and go to the mall and buy stuff for him. I don't have money, so I'm not buying anything, but I like window shopping. You got a boyfriend. He'll buy you that. Fact. <laughs> uh, what movies do you guys plan to watch today? Um, what did you get? I haven't gotten him yet. Oh. He wants to watch... What, what was the one that you picked? Describe it. It was the political one, because I was sad you chose that one. Mm-mm. Nope. Yeah, it was. No. Try again. Did you get the one I wanted? What the one? I wanted to watch the cube. I didn't get the cube. This is really... You're not being helpful. The political one? Yeah. Yeah, the warriors. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> nope. What? The Warriors is a bunch of gangs 
Oh, because I said it sounded like West Side Story. Yes. Yeah, the, Still off. The Warriors is a pretty excellently bad uh, 70s, 80s action movie about warring gangs in the city. And it is a fair amount of ultra-violence and corniness, but it's a very classic action movie. Mm-hmm. And has like a lot of like bombastic moments of combat. It's very good in a, the way it can be. Mm-hmm. And then what movie are we getting for you to compliment the Warriors? I think that you said we were going to get Howl's Moving Castle, but I'm not sure if that's correct. Chicago. See, I don't remember We have remember a terrible memory. I do. Terrible memory. No, it's because we talked about this when I was so excited about the turtle, and so okay. I was, like, ignoring everything. <laughs> <laughs> the turtle? Yeah, we were going to Danny's house, and we thought that we went too far, but it turns out we didn't. But anyway, so we turned around, because we thought we went too far, and then we realized we hadn't, so we had to turn back around, and as we were driving to turn back around, there was this thing in the road, and I was like, what? And it was this big-ass turtle, like... Very large. It was it was a pretty big turtle. And it was sort of wandering toward, like, there were three lanes at that point, and it was in the middle lane, and it was sort of wandering toward one of the lanes where people were driving. So I was, like, freaking out. I was like, this poor turtle's going to get squashed. Freaking out. Apparently Let I was really that. freaking out. Like, how, how much, though? Because I've been with people before when animals have been in near danger. Like, how bad was the joke? Because you were the driver, so. I mean... I'd, I'd say seven and a half, eight on a scale of ten. Was it alarming to you? It was unnecessary. <laughs> it was, it crossed the threshold of properly alarmed for this animal. I was really, there was a big truck. People are assholes. They don't care about animals. No, but you care about their car. Um, and let's be honest here, big truck is going to be... Big turtle every day. I don't know. I'd be afraid to run it's over like a turtle. It's like black, paper, scissors, except the turtle never wins. I'd be afraid to run over a turtle. But yeah. So, he finally, after I freaked out, got out to save the turtle, probably mostly to shut me up. And so he picks up this turtle, and apparently it starts, like, hissing, as, you know, frightened animals are hissing wont to do. and, and thrusting his, his little body legs. Weight. Like, he came up behind it so it couldn't bite him, but he was, like, kicking his legs, and Jordan was, like... He got a little freaked out. And Jordan's like, not really a wilderness guy. He's not an outdoorsman. So I feel like he was legitimately a little afraid picking up the turtle. Oh, a little bit. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to do shit like this with uh, my friends legit before I mo- lived here. Okay. Uh, mostly Corbin. When you, and, when you were a weird little homeschool kid. Yeah, when we'd go out in it, the woods and do, do, do that. It really was like a big turtle, so you probably couldn't very get a good grip on it, especially if it was struggling. Actually large turtle. Like dinner plate plus... Like yeah. serving platter. Yeah, yeah, I'd say in between. It what, wasn't quite. What what kind of china are we talking about? It, I'd say it's probably about you see like that rack or whatever. It was about that size. These entire rack. No, the but like two and a half foot no, tall it wasn't rack. This probably big. like it was shell like hereish and then the face. It was your water bottle container. The pack packages. You guys are doing a really good job of conveying to our, to our audience. audience. It, um, I, I'd go with serving, serving platter. Ser- serving platter side. Yeah. It's about the size of one of the cereal yeah, boxes that we're eating from. A larger cereal box. Yeah, it was the family size box of honey. Yeah, yes, yes. It, it was. It was pretty big. So I ended up kind of flinging it through the air. Yeah, like when he first um, got it, he ended up dropping it because he didn't really know how to react to what it was doing. And so it kind of landed on its back, and I flipped it back over and grabbed it up again, and then it did the same thing. So I flung it into the grass. 
And so uh, it landed on its back again. I flipped it back up, and then I told Allie, and Allie really wanted me to get it to the other side of the road where it was heading. That's not and what so, I said. Because he felt really bad that the turtle was not, because the turtle was going toward one side of the road, and he brought it back to where it had obviously come from. And he felt bad about that, and he was all, like, talking about how he failed the turtle. And at the end, he was more upset about it than me. And I was like, you know, we got it out of the road. If the turtle goes back, then that's kind of the turtle's problem. Like, we saved it from immediate danger. And hopefully it doesn't, you know, it isn't going back there. But I figured that we had done good by the turtle, and he was... He wanted to do more, but he was also afraid. <laughs> I understand what he means, though, because he went to help this turtle out, and the turtle had plans. The turtle had aspirations, mm -hmm. and in his attempt to assist the turtle, he set the turtle back probably weeks for that turtle. <laughs> so it's like when you go to help someone out, it's like, oh, you know, this person really wants their house clean. I'll go over and I'll help them clean their house. Mm -hmm. And you just mess up. Their organizing system is completely off, and <laughs> you, you put the three-quarter-inch screws... With the... The, the half-inch nails. The half-inch nails, yeah. and you're just like, oh my god. <laughs> like, the person comes home, and it's like, what did you do to my life? This is worse than it was. And mm -hmm. then you start, like, pouring the box out onto the floor, and then they start having a seizure, and they land on the screws and nails. Mm -hmm. it's just, <laughs> it, it's, it's a terrible situation, based off a true story. Well, when we came back through later that night, it wasn't in the grass where he left it, and it wasn't, like, anywhere visible on the side of the road. Or and, and, and there wasn't stuff. a turtle-sized smoosh mark in the nope. road? That's pretty good. So, if it did go back across, it seems to have made it successfully. Okay. Um, and while we were talking, Jordan spilled his bowl of cereal. Not really. he spilled it. You did. Um, I fluked it. This is one of the instances, though, where it's a little less weird that you don't, you don't put the milk in there, because, like, you would right, have made a Right, right, you, you definitely saved it. But I'd actually like to point out... I made fun of Jordan in the past already on this podcast. A lot. For making a mess of his food. But I brought this up to his mom the other day, and she said that, yeah, I don't really remember Jordan making a mess. And I've just noticed something. Hmm. You only ever make a mess of your food when Allie's around. You only ever spill, you only ever get crumbs, you only ever wear it on your face when she's around. He's always covered in crumbs. He, like, he really is, but I think... Either he is doing it to A, spite you, B, to impress you, or maybe, like, you just put him off his game. He is so enamored by being around you, his heart is pounding, <laughs> mm -hmm. and he just cannot put food into his mouth well, because of how it, much he loves you. Do it for me. Oh my god. <laughs> I prefer to think that it's not out of spite, so... You really are always covered in crumbs when I'm around. Like, I always just thought it was, like, everyone, but apparently it's just me. Which is why I would think that it's all the time, because it's my experience. Well, he probably only has crumbs on him, like, 4% of the time. No, that's a fair thing. There's a lot of things that are just when she's around. And then she's, like, all the time. And I was like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> and how much of this is going to be appropriate for a listening audience here? Uh, all of it. <laughs> okay. All of it. Well... Provide some examples if you can. I mean, we have the crumbs right now. Crumbs. Um, being mean to people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I would disagree. Because when we were at that concert last week, you destroyed that kid. Yeah, he was just trying to talk to you. And you were like... He, he really was just trying to make friendly conversation. And you shut him down. And you were, by the way, completely unapologetic. Everyone at the table... 
I believe at once said Jordan in a tone of shock and disgust, and you just brushed it off like this kid had it coming, and yeah. you just were completely unsympathetic. And then after the fact, when we kept making fun of you for it, you finally considered maybe you know, I don't think he took it the way it was meant to be, and we all agreed. You just you slammed that kid. Yeah. Uh, he had it coming though, so. But I mean, we definitely, I can say personally that I am very different around certain people. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm around just Jordan, I'm an idiot. It really is difficult for me to not be an idiot. When I'm around, like, my best friends, like, my guys, my bros, they bring out a stupid side of me. And sometimes it's great. And sometimes it's very much not great. Um, I think you can actually tell that listening to these podcasts that uh, our day with Joey was notably different mm-hmm. from our day with your sister Hannah, mm-hmm. which was different from our day with Quinn. Every day is a different gift. It's like Christmas. Yep. Oh. Christmas with a very divided family. I want to ask about this because I never grew up with these, but I always thought they were just really cool. Okay. Did you guys ever grow up with advent calendars? Um, no. Advent calendars, for those of you that might not know, are those awesome little calendars for the month of December, and it's normally like a kind of like pop-up book, and so you would like pull down a little tab on the day it was, and then behind the tab there'd be like a little thing. No, nope, yeah, no, I, never mind. The ones I grew up with, um, because I remember I had one in like a second grade classroom, I thought it was the coolest thing. So there are 25 kids in the class, there are 25 days for the advent calendar. You get to open it up and it'd be a cool little thing. Sometimes it was like it was like a little piece of chocolate. Sometimes like a cool little top. And I just thought that was like the coolest thing. And then I never saw it. I only saw it once in my life, but I saw it in media and everything. I just thought it was a really cool little thing. And we live in a very Catholic town. A very notably Catholic town. And I've gone to people's houses around Christmas time. They just have advent calendars and stuff mm-hmm. in their house. And that's just very weird to me because I like I remember it once as a novelty. I thought, oh, this is just a second grade thing. <laughs> it's like turns out, no, it is actually a religious experience. Um, uh, we we have like a card one. It's like a Christmas card, and there's mm-hmm. just little flaps with a picture, and it just tells the nativity story. Oh, okay. And it used to be cool, and it's not that cool anymore. But yeah, like you were saying, really Catholic town. Apparently, there was a New York Times article about. Uh, a nearby village around here that it it was literally like they're in the New York Times because religious people go there to be religious. Yeah, um, two neighboring solitude. um, uh, and they really are villages. Yeah, um, they have produced. I think is it just the graduating class? They have a ridiculous amount of number of men going into the priesthood. Mm-hmm. Of like high school teenage guys that immediately are just going right into the priesthood, and so they were in the New York Times because these places are producing a inorbitant amount mm-hmm. of um, practitioners. Yeah, it's, it's is that crazy. is that about right? Practitioner correct? Yeah, or, yeah, I think that's okay. What what is the general like term for a clergyman? Is it just clergyman? I think that I think that's okay. Okay. I don't, none of us are Catholic, so I think that's a good guess. Um, another thing that I was thinking about recently that I was, I thought was just a, like, a certain period of time thing was, um, 
in the media, on TV, and older shows, you would see kids would get fast food jobs, and they would just pocket money from the register. Like, that was just a thing, like, that was like a plot of a kid's show thing. Like... Okay, yeah. Yeah, like... I, I can recall an episode or two, like, at least. Yeah. They would just, like, be working their fast food job, and their bad friend would, like, influence them into taking some dollar bit, like... That doesn't happen anymore, right? That's not. I think a because thing. that it used to be you'd get a slap on the wrist. Nowadays, you straight up are getting arrested. Like, that's right in your life now. Yeah. So, but we both work in fast food, and never once have I felt the urge <laughs> to take money from a register. Like even when I worked in a less structured place, I used to work at a, um, a little cafe near my house, mm-hmm. and. At no point did I feel like, you know what? I deserve all the money in the register. <laughs> and it's just weird to me that there are people like, you know what? I deserve all the money in the register. And then their friends, like you said, their friends would influence them. Like, I respect Jordan Law, and I respect his opinion, and he has influenced me in a lot of good ways. Um, I have an excellent sense of style now, because I think Jordan has helped influence me in that direction. Um... I know some things about sports, because Josh knows sports. Mm -hmm. If either of you told me, hey, you should take $40 from that cash register, (laughs) I respect you guys enough (laughs) to tell you to shut up and stop being idiots. Yeah. It is alarming. If you have friends, I encourage you to take money from registers or to steal from other people. Kill them. Or to wear corduroy. <laughs> Kill them. Just em. ignore them. Those are bad people. You don't need them in your life. Corduroy's you don't... the worst. Thank you for that kind of Oh, wow. I was like straight up joking. Do you really oh. dislike corduroy? Yeah, no, I'm, I don't I'm mind with that. It. It's just, it's weird. It, it sounded like you minded Let's corduroy. Burn Let's burn all the corduroy in the world. Jordan, you're in a very weird place right now. I know. It's my anniversary. Maybe it's because, like, I haven't worn corduroy in a long time, but I remember, like, when I was little and I used to wear it, like, all those, like, little bumps and lines or whatever, I used to get, like, dirt and stuff in them. I was, like, a dirty little rough child. And so, corduroy, I always felt dirtier when I was wearing that because it showed my shame. (laughs) Corduroy. Fabric of shame. Fabric of shame. Alright, well, on that delightful note, I think we're going to have to wrap it up here today. Yeah. You two have a very busy day ahead of you. Yep. Again, congratulations to you two. Thank you very you much. You are, like, two of my best friends, and I'm very happy that you have had a successful relationship. No one has Not been far. grievously wounded, Not emotionally or physically. Yet. Not yet. And I'm very proud of the both of you. Um, thank you for being here with us today, yep. Allie. I'm sure thank we'll you. have you again sometime um, yeah. soon. I didn't really say much. You were a constant no, no. presence in it's our life. You, there were no, there was no expectation for you except to be here and be wonderful. Mm-hmm. And you were hey. across the board on that. I ate cereal. I think that. Oh, by the way, how how was it? You think it was like good overall? It was good, and then like rate it, rate it. The milk at the end that was nice. Okay, so was it like comparable to like the cocoa puff milk, but like better, like better yeah. or worse than cocoa puff milk? I think probably better because like the cream part of it made it like almost taste like a melty milkshake. Ooh. Rate <laughs> so, like, it out it was of ten. Nice. Rate it out of ten. Out of ten. Yeah. Well, okay, so ten is Reese's puffs, and zero is. I don't know. It's pr- it, um, it goes. It goes grape by nuts. Person. Zero is grape nuts. Um, I would say probably like oh, an God. eight and a half because like 
it's very sweet, so you definitely, if you're in a certain mood, it's not going to be something you want. Certainly not an everyday cereal. Definitely right. a treat. You have to be, like, in the mindset for it. But it's very nice. All right. Uh, well, like I said, we're going to be heading out for the day. Um, join us tomorrow when yep. we have cereal underneath my kitchen sink. Underneath the kitchen sink. Uh, that sounds like we're going to need the biggest bowl. The biggest. Bye. <laughs> Bye.